It's Coco and Breezy, and you're listening to the Coco and Breezy podcast. If you want to feel inspired, feel like you're hanging out with your homegirls, and hear us keep it 100, then you're at the right place. This is a safe space. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coco and Breezy. And if you don't know a little bit about us, we are founders of Coco and Breezy Eyewear, co-founders of the Lorca, and we are DJs and producers. Let's get right into it. Hello, everyone. I am pretty excited to talk about this topic. Me that too. That we're talking about today. Intimacy, into me, you see. Hmm. We're going to be talking about intimacy. And, you know, I think that first off, when people think of that word, they always associate intimacy only with it being sexual. But I think that intimacy, to me, is an emotional thing. It's also mental and it's physical. Exactly. But I don't think that um, anything that's sexual, if there is no intimacy ahead of time, <laughs> sorry, y'all. If there is no intimacy ahead of time, then like, what else matters? Yo, it's true because I'll even say like, there's so many different forms of intimacy. And I think that, especially when it comes to um, a man and a woman or no, I'm I'm just saying a lot of I'm, I'm not gonna say all men are like this, but I've heard that. Is this from your experience? From my personal experience, I've had a good a good like three friends that are men. Oh yeah. Say that they can't be friends. It's hard for them to have homegirls and right. to have like an intimate relationship without like an intimate platonic relationship without it becoming sexual. Yeah, like they think it's impossible. Okay. And I'm not going to say all men are like that, but from my experience, I've heard a good three guys say that. I also have friends that have nothing but best homegirls. Right. I mean, for me, I feel like you and I are both like affectionate, mm-hmm. intimate sort of people. Yeah. And I never associate intimacy with being sexual. I mean, unless I'm like with a partner or something, but with my friends, I love intimate conversations. I love getting deep with myself and getting deep with others. And that took a lot of work for me to get to that point. And I think that um, the topic that you brought up, Breezy, just to keep going on that, I've actually heard a few men say that as well, that they can't have a platonic um, friendship with a woman, which is kind of, um, I don't know how, I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I've ever had experiences like that because I always put my, my wall up if I feel that way but Mm -hmm. i think that you and i are both super like open people anyway right we always give people a a intimate experience when they're talking to us hanging out with us but one thing i can say though is i always say a quote that i'm nice but i'm not friendly (laughs) what does that mean and what that means to me is kind of piggybacking oh i i know what it means off of what you were saying, how we like let our walls down and we're very open with people in intimate settings, but you choose who you want to be that with. Exactly. We're not like that with everybody. And we can't be halfway with people either. No, absolutely not. And so I think I'm not a surface chick at all. Right. Like I'm not with the, oh my gosh, what do you do? You know, like I really enjoy 
sharing intimate moments. And what I've noticed is that my introvertness comes out more when it's surface shit. And I, I think that it's always like a win-win situation or it's me meet you halfway situation. Mm-hmm. So whenever we do let people in, one, we don't, we don't let people in a lot because we don't know how to be surface. We only know how to be like, you know, super genuine. And exactly. so we do let people in. Yeah, we, we like to let our hair down, but the Leo in us and the, um, and the I'm a person that peeps game, I've never let anyone take advantage of my kindness because I peep game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I have been around. I have some friends that are like the nicest people in the world. And I see that people take advantage exactly of their kindness. Mm-hmm. And I think that for us, I've never actually had anyone. Have I had anyone take advantage of my kindness? Girl. Well, you know what? There's two of us. So like if someone's doing something to Breezy and I notice it from afar, I don't even let it get that far where she will get taken advantage of her kindness. That's true. Coco doesn't play, y'all. I do not play. Anyone Mm-mm. that knows me knows that, like, I sit in the back, I stay quiet, and I read all the energy that's around, and I'm like, you see it in my face if I don't agree with something or if I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I have had a friend that um, was so, so, so nice and personable, would do anything for everybody, but what I noticed is that he he actually loved doing that for people. But for me being on the side watching, I saw people taking advantage of his kindness and not he wouldn't be able to say no when people would ask him to do certain things. And I used to be like, yo, you know, you need to learn how to say no because like it's going to get to your mental mm-hmm. if you start feeling like you're being sucked dry. In the beginning, it feels like you're, you're giving a good deed, but later on, if no one else is giving you that same, um, if no one else is giving you that same like intimate feeling or if they're not doing things for you that's as genuine, it starts to feel draining. It's not as rewarding anymore. It starts off as it feeling rewarding. And then later on, you realize you're drained. Exactly. And I think another thing, too, is what we were saying earlier about intimacy in relationships, people use both of those words and automatically think of like a sexual intimate relationship or a sexual relationship. But intimacy is just like, you know, is a certain level of closeness. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have with folks. And to be to keep it a buck, I think that if we want to talk about intimacy on a personal level, I feel like you can have intimacy even in a work setting, mm-hmm. which means um, the closeness of like a small, an intimate group of right. people. I feel like I strive in more intimate settings. Yeah, me too. I mean, even when I go to events, um, if I know it's not going to be like a small, like intimate setting, I actually get a little anxiety ahead mm-hmm. of time before going. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I get so nervous. And people are always like, oh, you're not shy. And I'm like, I'm not, but you always see me in smaller intimate settings and I feel way more comfortable. But when I'm in bigger settings, I don't feel as comfortable, you know? I don't know. I think that, well, I know something. What? I feel like, and I'm kind of like backtracking earlier, you are talking about your friend who 
got taken advantage of their kindness for their weakness. Yes. That happens to me quite often. Actually, you know what, Breezy? That does happen to you. Yeah. You know what? We forgot, y'all. My bad. And I'm learning. I just remembered (laughs) it has happened to Breezy lots of times. Yes. And I, okay, I used to be that person. Anyone out here, if you have a sister, a sibling, a brother, you know, just anybody that you're close with, you know, you can keep telling them, hey, this person you're being taken advantage of or people are... Give, you're giving so much and you're not receiving, but there's only so many times I can say it where Breezy just has to learn for herself and she just learned from herself. I've 100%, you know, um, again, because I give people a very intimate experience. I'm very present with folks. I'm very, you know, giving. Mm-hmm. So in those intimate experiences with either friendships or lovers, I've noticed that you know, I've 100% had my um, my weaknesses taken advantage of, and they took my kindness for weakness. And I think that... Give me an example. Um, I would say even in a past relationship where I always, you know... I, you know, I'll even say a friendship. Even in a past friendship, I was always that friend that was there. Like, if they like, ever had issues or drama. I was getting there. Oh, sorry. Like if they Y'all know had, we always do this. If they ever had any issues, drama, you know, dark stories, I was always that open ear. And I was never asked how I was doing. And what happened was, once I started to grow spiritually and mentally and realized that I'm enabling this behavior and I actually need to set the boundaries... You feel me? Yes. And so what those boundaries were, were to not allow this person any more intimacy. You feel me? As a friend. And not being all the way always available. So we as people, we start to blame the other people. The other people. But then when is it time to point the finger at yourself, to ask yourself, what behavior are you enabling? What are you doing to allow this to happen? And what I was doing was I 100% was allowing this person to take my kindness for weakness because I wasn't setting boundaries for myself. And so what I've noticed now is that I don't put all my cards out on the table when I meet people. And I'm still going to be super sweet and super nice. I'm not going to be an asshole because I don't want to be that person that's like, and that's another thing. If you've had this experience you don't don't just wake up and be like, you know what, I'm gonna be an asshole towards people now, cause that's not cool. No, just cut out the people out your life that are taking advantage of your of your kindness. So, that's for the birds. <laughs> I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> I think that when you when you talk about enabling someone, and when we talk about being taken advantage of, I love how you brought up um, pointing the finger at yourself because. Oftentimes, we like not us, but like people in general, they we all in in the world love pointing fingers at other people. Mm-hmm. And when you take the time out to actually sit back and kind of like meditate on what is really happening within your own heart and within your own soul and your own mind, you're like, hold on, I really allowed this behavior. And so once you start learning from all of those experiences and you understand that people aren't like you aren't receiving what you're giving then there may be an issue now 
I think one of the biggest challenges for me, at least I don't give intimacy to, I don't give, I'm not like a giving, um, gracious person to receive all that, but at least give a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't expect to receive exactly what I give out, but at least if you receive that same energy in a different light, that feels good. Yeah. And I also think going back to intimacy, I mean, we should break it down. I want to talk about intimacy and like relationships, like in love relationships. Okay. Some people could just have sex without having intimacy. And that's not fun. It becomes boring after that. That's, that feels very like very much a routine. But there are different forms of intimacy without having sex too. You know what I mean? And it's like letting those walls down. It's even like, you know, cuddling. I think some people don't know how to cuddle and they feel like they have to go straight to sex. Cuddling is like the best thing in the world. It's so healing. But I think that to have, in my experience, having a strong foundation and having a strong level of intimacy makes everything else fall into place. It does. Personally. It does. And I, I've, had, I've actually had some experiences where... Um, in a past relationship where like there, we didn't really have, we weren't really intimate. And when I say intimate, there were some walls that were up. Exactly. That's what that is. And we couldn't get to that place because the person I was with, they had so many walls up. And in the beginning, I didn't really see it. And later on, I started seeing it. And then I started being like, hold on, you're not being affectionate towards me or like, you know, we're not having like deep, deep, we're having surface conversations. We're teaching each other things, but we're not having like these, like these intimate conversations that like give me butter. I want butterflies in my stomach. You know, I want us to be able to feel so vulnerable when we have those sort of beautiful conversations. And also too, like being intimate, like with your partner is even being open and honest and like you said, like open and honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very open and honest person. I'm, I'm that partner that I'm like, hey, I do touch bases, y'all. Like I'm the touch base queen because I know that I am very open and I know that I can't expect everyone else to be able to, you know, express what's on their minds because a lot of people are afraid. And so I'm the touch base queen where I'm like, hey, I'm just touching base, you know, this month. How are you feeling mentally and spiritually? What's going on in your mind? How are you feeling about the relationship? Like, I do all of that. Do I, did I ever receive that? No, but I gave an open book. Mm-hmm. And that started to get tiring. Like, that was so tiring. Another thing, too, that I want to talk about is as I'm growing as my 30-year-old self, I'm learning that um, I'm learning that, you know, being in smaller groups of people, I shy better. Yeah. And I'm also learning that when I do meet new groups of folks in an intimate setting, you strive better. I shy better. And I also don't have to tell all my business yet. Okay, so you've learned how to have boundaries within yourself. Exactly. You, you, I, I don't think you're ever like a tell your business type person. I think no. you were like a let my walls down. I'm, you know There's what a difference is? between letting let, your walls down and telling all your business. Yeah, and 
again, I don't want to be that cold person that turns into an asshole. That's like, but you have to protect your energy, y'all. I know, but I, I got to protect my energy without being an asshole. But Brie, you're, you're never one. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I could easily be one based off of... No, you aren't. Everyone thinks you're, like, the sweetest pea. Except for you. I know, but that's because we're twin sisters. And you call me mean all the time. Yeah, but that's a different experience. <laughs> Our relationship is hilarious. Yeah. And I think, I think we have the most raw relationship because we can say anything to each other. Mm-hmm. And we get it. And yep. I, think, I think I've learned how to be intimate with people and, like, be deep. Because I have my twin sister, Breezy, who, like, we can just keep it real and keep it 100 with each other the whole time. Yep. And literally, I don't know, I might tell Bri, you're getting on my nerves right now. And two seconds later, we're like, what's for lunch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think we've, we definitely have learned a lot from our twin friendship. Oh, you know what we haven't talked about, really? What? What's mental intimacy? Okay, did you, let's look up the definition. I'm going to look up or... the definition, because you know what? Okay, so... Or, like, look up what it says. All right. So it says mental intimacy. Consider mental intimacy as a meeting of the minds. It's satisfying, challenging, and possibly stimulating. Imagine two little brains in Paris sipping red wine by the candlelight. They're caring for that one. But... (laughs) And they are caring for that one. But... But I can say, though, I have had um, beautiful deep conversations with people that like I've felt that before for me I prefer mental intimacy like if my brain up so when I'm attracted to somebody for me it's mental right well of course obviously like naturally you get attracted by someone. it's the it's the it's the brain brain for me me. (laughs) of course I think naturally before you can even talk to someone you get attracted by their looks but looks only last for so long if we don't have like Honestly, I get bored if we don't have deep conversations. Yeah, seriously. I get really, really bored, and your looks can only last for so long. Like, we have to, like, mentally click. And mentally stimulate each other and just talk about life. Yeah, totally. I think a lot of times people don't, um, they don't let a wall down in regards to, like, talking about even the past. Because if you have a friendship or someone in your life or a partner or even a business mm-hmm. partner, someone who's close to your life in intimate settings, I think at some point you owe it to them to share your story. Because once you kind of get to know somebody and know what they've been through, you'll understand why they move a certain way. And you'll learn to not take certain um, situations personally. Right. And I also think that it is important as well that when you do have a new friend or partner or business relationship to do get to a point where like you can tell people what you've gone through. So then that next person that you're trying to get intimate with, they understand, like you said, why maybe you aren't, why some of your walls are up. Because, you know, people have walls, people carry baggage. And if you carry baggage, you won't be able to get to that point but if you let the person know that you're carrying baggage at least people can like navigate through how they can communicate with you exactly but yeah for me i'm definitely that girl at the club if i you know, oh, you're totally the girl at the club that's i don't have long conversations yeah, like i don't go to the club unless we're djing for the most part but if i am there i'm definitely that annoying girl that is trying to have an intimate deep conversation i just can't do surface ish 
It can be loud and Breezy's trying to have a long conversation. I'm like, girl, it's not the time. It's not the time right but now. But you'll appreciate it. You'll appreciate it later. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think that, again, I think the moral of the story is that when people think of intimacy, they only think of it on a sexual level and on a level of having like a, a love partner. But they don't think about it in the aspect of every day that we live life, there's some form of intimacy. And I think that I want to end this off just by saying, um, have practice having some intimate moments with your friends. Even have an intimate moment with a stranger. When I say intimate, like think about how you can say, instead of saying, hey, how's your day? Or hi, what do you do? Ask somebody how they're doing mentally and spiritually. I, say like, I don't know, just start a deep conversation. The conversation can last for one minute, but just don't be, don't say anything basic. And you know what? You know what the real tea is? What? Have an intimate moment with yourself. Because if you can't have an intimate moment with yourself, you can't do it with anyone else. But sending y'all so much love. And gratitude. Um, I think my affirmation that I like to end this off with is I love life. It sounds cliche, but I think every day we go through so many different challenges. We go through experiences that, you know, challenge our moral compass. It challenges our mentality. It challenges our strength. But just a reminder, no matter what you go through, love life. There's someone out there that's going through it a lot worse than than you are. And my affirmation is... I am happy. It sounds cliche, but I don't care. But before I get off here, too, I just want to say, um, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Make sure you all check out our eyewear. Um, it's www.cocoandbreezy.com. And check out our new kids collection. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. What, Brie? You said ands. <laughs> You're hilarious. Okay. Make sure you check out our new kids collection. We did a drop um, collaboration with Zenny. And the collection is beautiful. It's amazing. So look up Planet CB. Have a beautiful day. Much love, y'all. Much love. Thank you for listening to the Coco and Breezy podcast. We are so grateful that you took the time out to hang out with us. I'm Coco. And I'm Breezy. And do not forget to follow us on all social media channels at Coco and Breezy. If you have any comments or feedback or want to hear some topics from us, just send us a message and check out our website, www.cocoandbreezy.com. Peace and love, y'all.